You are listening to the Failing Point podcast. Please enjoy this word from our sponsor, My Sauna. My Sauna provides excellent spaces for companies and private persons to arrange a meeting, negotiation, parties, or relaxation. If you're looking for a high-quality space for a specific event for your need in a capital area of Helsinki, go to the website mysauna.fi and explore more. Hi everyone, I'm Henna and I'm Julia and you're listening to Failing Point Podcast. I like what I do. It's not it's not a work for me. It's not a business. It's just the way I develop myself. Yeah, if if you make your business or your work as a hobby, that means you will never work. You will just do what you like. That that's mm. that is my best motivation. And um, I I like to travel. I, I travel much. Mm. And each time I travel in any country, I try to to understand how people live currently, how they live today. Failing Point is a podcast about entrepreneurship, about seeing challenges as opportunities and failures as steps to success. With a lineup of inspiring entrepreneurs sharing their hardships of their journeys and the lessons they've learned, we are ready to challenge the status quo of Finnish business culture. We all have a story to tell. Now it's time for Brave Talk. This is Henna from Failing Point. Today's Failing Point guest comes from Moscow, Russia. Dmitry Petropolsky is an ambitious and driven businessman. Dmitry runs a successful company with his team. And in this podcast, he tells us all about it and also about his life as an entrepreneur. Dmitry has experienced a lot in business and still, after many years, finds his business interesting and motivated. Thus, we can learn a lot from this amazing individual. So, listen as Dimitri opens up about his amazing journey and get inspired. Uh, Dimitri, welcome to our podcast. We are so glad that you are our guest. Yeah, good afternoon, ladies. Thank you very much for inviting me to this conversation <laughs> on this yeah. Great sunny Sunday. I hope you've got the same one. Yes, yeah. we do. It's the really sun is nice. shining, so mm-hmm. we are also lucky here. <laughs> uh, and thank you also on my behalf. We are thrilled to have you as our guest. And our mission with this podcast is to change the Finnish business culture to more open and brave direction, because we feel that whenever. Um, in Finland, whenever there is challenges or issues in business, we try to hide them and we might even like um, feel ashamed of them. So that's why we we are having this podcast and uh, we are so grateful that you are going to share your story today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, Dimitri, you have been in business for how many years now? It's uh, something like 14 or even 16 years. Wow. Yeah, that and is the long thing time. is that I'm, and I'm only 32 years old, so that that may seem strange wow. because we started and I started my career when I was just 16 years old. So I, I was I was just 
finished my school and just entered the university. Well, I was in my second year of study when I started to doing something. Okay, how can you tell us more about how did uh, it all start? Well, uh, my business, and I say that is my business career started well uh, spontaneously because. As I said before, I started working during my studies at the university and when when my friend and I opened a small company that provided translation services for corporate uh, of corporate and legal documents. So th that was a very simple but very interesting business. Uh, <laughs> with what did you start with your business? What was your first business? Well, to, to, begin, to begin with, I, I spent, well, more than a half of my life abroad among the foreigners and I, I and you know I understood how it is important to know the foreign language or different kind of languages and how important it is to be understand understood somewhere mm -hmm. I myself applied to different translation agencies because I spent five years in London I spent eight years in Africa uh, three years in Cyprus oh, wow. uh, well I visited even Bulgaria and different other, other countries yep mm -hmm. um, and so we, we started this translation business. I, I didn't uh, do all the translations myself because it, it's impossible to know everything. And so we had to invite uh, different translators uh, with the minimal experience of 15 years. So I was just like seven, uh, 16 years old and I needed those people who had a 15 years experience to, to start the business. Yeah. Uh, and they, were, they, they should be of very various fields of knowledge to cooperate so they yeah. could work with the law with economics with marketing or, mm -hmm. or something else and that was very difficult but that was also very interesting because when you work as a translator you need to read a lot you need to understand different things all the aspects of the business of the document you have to translate and that was a kind of education for me mm -hmm. um, I was I was working like an editor of this translation, so I had to check them. I have to verify the correctness of all the all the issues that were in the document, and then I was educating myself. Because you know, uh, in fact, I believe that um, in order to become an interpreter, there is no need to to make a serious decision one day, you know, mm -hmm. or follow any special path, because the this is just a it's kind of a desire to work for yourself and it should be mm -hmm. laid down from from the childhood of course and it it definitely depends on the quality of your education and moreover it depends on on your self education and even of your upbringing so that that's why i always say thank you to my parents uh, mm -hmm. that they gave me this education that they gave me this kind of upbringing that they they made me a person who just struggle for the knowledge and for for developing myself. Yeah, I, I can say that I was working for governmental entities, you know, but it was just for one year or less, maybe for 10 months. And then I decided yeah. that, oh, that no way, I don't like this and I need to do something. Uh, that's why we opened the company with my friend. And then later on, uh, my brother started his own, his small legal company that consisted only of three or four people inside the structure. It was also maybe 15, yeah, 15 or even 16 years ago. And then uh, 15 years ago, it became a complete brand. So we, we, wow. we just created a name that's on my, on my back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Urvista. Yeah, Urvista. 
It, it, it yeah, is connected with two words. So vista, you mean it is a perspective. It means success, you know. And you are so your you are yeah. just a slang. So it's oh, that's great. Word. Yeah, that's a good word playing. So and today my partners and I, I should say like this because without them we couldn't do anything. We we are a team. So uh, I, I I actually do not un well. I understand, but I can believe that some people can do something great without their team. You know that even mm, Elon, mm. Elon Musk has, has a team. Mm, yeah, today. exactly. And I yeah. believe he has. Yeah. So today uh, we provide legal services in completely different areas and we help to uh, register business in Russia and register business abroad in more than uh, 20 countries. Wow. And, which, and we support uh, young companies in accounting, marketing. We obtain permissions for them and different kind of certificates for almost all areas of business activity. We provide market and analytical researches. We provide them ideas. We help to fix the troubles they may face in the future because we we faced a lot of them while establishing our our business. Because every every service uh, we provide, it was developed step mm -hmm. by step so we just had to we, uh, to analyze it to understand why it is needed and how it will work and how we can help in this so we, we now we provide even legal support in course and various supervisory bodies and even governmental bodies so it's a very difficult thing but we i think we yeah. Really do. yeah very yeah good. your business uh it sounds very interesting but also very complex to me, at least. So uh, what has been the most challenging thing uh, running that kind of business? Oh, every day is a challenge, in fact. <laughs> so we, yeah. Yeah, every, every day we face different difficulties because, because the law and the, the business system, it's always changing in, over the, in yeah. all over the world. We depend mm -hmm. on political issues, on political situation between countries. We depend yeah. on, on even on inside the on even on internal aspects of the country because a law is always changing and it needs the practice. So the practice become more and more wide. So we, we just need to understand to get it. And that is a really everyday challenge for us. Um, and due to the big, huge range of services. So yeah, it, it was well, all the all these um, all these services and all our business is based on the needs of the market and its realities. So it's the big, the biggest difficulty and the most interesting in our business. Yeah. So you need to uh, adapt to the market and you need to do the constant market research. Yeah. Is it so? Yeah. 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 yeah we we yeah. need to be very dynamic. Mm -hmm. That that is the issue. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, I can say that we. We now now we try to self-educate our, uh, ourselves and create you know a kind of a, a knowledge knowledge base for our mm -hmm. customers. We st maybe two years ago or three years ago we started to to make videos, uh, well a kind of podcasts um, on different issues. That is just beca because of the need of clients to ask about even simple things. So mm -hmm. if if they We've, we've got some questions that are being asked regularly. That's why it's easier to show the video to a person. Just please check there are all the answers and you will find the solutions. And if you will not find or if you found it, but you need some clarifications or need something else, just come to our office and we will consult you better than the video. Yeah, mm -hmm. nice.
So you have a lot of experience also um, about uh, like other people's businesses because you help them daily. So what kind of issues are you dealing with? Well, I deal exactly with translations and with international projects of different kinds. So we, we, we make just, we incorporate companies, companies abroad, we provide tax planning, we provide um, documental base for them. So clarify the um, KYC, like know your customer mm-hmm. documents and any information they might need. So our goal today uh, is to help business grow from its idea to its uh, successful implementation and later on i try to connect i try to connect both russian realities and the foreign business so we mm-hmm. we welcome the clients from abroad to russia and we try to to not not try so we we make this way so that our clients so people from russia were like it's better be welcomed abroad so we we make this connection. It is expe- especially mm-hmm. it is impe- especially important because due to current uh, political and economical situation. You know, it's very interesting for us because political issues are political issues and business is business. Mm-hmm. It, they they are connected, but each one should be a bit independent. Because I yeah. I believe that uh, even if uh, the governments have problems have uh, conflicts between them so business shall not suffer mm. it is exactly does but mm. it shouldn't but it uh, sometimes it's said that uh, business can create better relationships between the countries and even prevent war yeah yeah i believe yes. that yeah but if we think about you as an entrepreneur and as a business person um what do you think of failures in general <laughs> So, uh, to my mind, if you do not make fails, so it does mean it, it means that you do not grow somehow. If there were no mistakes, there would not be success or any knowledge or something. And so, everyone did these mistakes every month to to some something like that. So, I, I think that failures are good, are good yeah. for you mm-hmm. until they are not critical. So, you mm-hmm. should also fix them. Yeah. Exactly. Have you had any failures that in that moment haven't felt that good? Um, you know, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, there were some, sometimes there were stupid fails and sometimes they were really serious, but we also fixed them. So w- once I did a very stupid translation because I couldn't, I didn't know how uh, my Microsoft Word works. Mm. Uh, you know, I had a license on translation and all its documentation it was over 300 pages, you know, it's a very, very huge document. Yeah. And the price of the license everywhere was like seven, 70,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 70,000. And I put the dots in the end of the number and it became first 70 million. Yeah. And, yeah. And they passed this translation to the governmental entity. And that was, that was a very stupid mistake, but it made me more, more, cons- more, oh, more serious while I'm working with the document. Yeah. 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 And sometimes you you can make a mistake without without your failure. So mm-hmm. if, if you don't know something because it it has the change in legislation just came today today's morning you prepare the documents yesterday passed everything today and something appears so that's also a very very serious mistake you provide. 
but mm-hmm. yeah it, ha- it happens sometimes do you have that kind of open open environment in your company that you share your experiences and your like learnings what you've learned and share experiences about mistakes as well do you have that kind of environment there well uh, our company is now has over I mean, it's, it is in total because we, we have a group of companies there is a certification center mm. there is a your vista law firm some small companies somewhere in regions etc well in total we've got oh, over one 100 people working here yeah over 100 we're, we're a big company i think mm. and to to avoid different kind of mistakes we provide well kind of team buildings we provide so even these videos that we, we that we make for our mm. customers, they uh, educate the mm-hmm. staff of the company because they provide the information uh, information themselves. They work, you know, they they prepare these videos themselves. The text it, it's just a way how we how we can fix different kind of problems and avoid them. Yeah, if we think about Russia as a business environment. How often do you share those stories? Because if we compare Finland, for example, to United States, it's uh, obvious that in Finland we don't share those stories of failures uh, that much. But in uh, USA, for example, we all know that Walt Disney has failed 300 times or things like that. So those stories are heard. What about Russia? Uh, You know, uh, well, (laughs) talking about America, it is a country of opportunities because the idea of making business is uh, well it is with the person while he is a bringing so starting from the school they are always being taught that they should do everything themselves and in Russia for example you are taught to well according to the system I, th- I think there's a lot of failures mm. in our education and that's why the business business uh, atmosphere the business environment is very um, well, let it be. It's very special. People are the same all over the world. So we and they try to make their business in the in a common way. So you just have an idea. You try to develop it. You you get to know all the aspects. Perhaps you can start to work somewhere else with in in other company. You have to just understand the details, any any special things. But then you decide to uh, open something same for you and make it better better than it was in uh, in another company well i think that our business environment is very open but it is it is shown abroad like a very strange thing you know uh, some people mm-hmm. say that there is no business in russia but it exists believe me <laughs> it, it mm, does. yeah yeah it does uh, the most difficult thing is that you know between usa and europe there are a lot of agreements that help the countries uh, communicate, help the countries make business together in one and the mm-hmm. same way because English is a standard language for Europe and for states and even for Asia. Chinese people, mm-hmm. so, uh, in, in China, English is also a business language as well as a Chinese. Yeah. I think English is adopted there. Uh, in Russia, we have only Russian language and that is the most difficult thing. Well, it's, it, it is a matter of mentality, it is a matter of uh, the different business approach so mm-hmm. that, that that's why that's why we we, we I'm, I'm not sure that it is difficult for business to come to russia it's difficult to stay here due to the realities mm. because 
when you provide different kind of documents that are made in a different way with, with your country, they have to adopt it somehow to, even the translation should be made in, in, in a very specific way, because you should show mm -hmm. what it is written as a document. In Europe and in USA, it's more, it's easier, really yeah. easier. Mm -hmm. Well, Russian language is more difficult and, the, and as well as the country rules. We have a lot of different aspects, a lot of different regulations you should solve before, not while you are doing business, but before to avoid problems with the government. So okay. that, that, the issue, that is the issue that we solve. But the international companies or companies from abroad and foreigners as persons, as an individuals are welcome to Russia. And we've got a lot of clients from Italy, Poland, from Spain, from CIS countries, from China and Hong Kong, from Singapore, even from Finland. Yeah. yeah. Today we are talking with an interesting entrepreneur from Moscow, Russia. Dimitri owns a company that provides legal assistance to businesses in more than 25 countries. Listen on as Dimitri tells about his journey and about his interest and passion in life. What kind, what kind of companies are now blooming in Russia? Well, mostly they're trading companies and servicing companies. But tra trading companies are the biggest part. Yeah. yeah. Would you argue that Russia is supportive for entrepreneurs? Yes, but I well, the the business business atmosphere here is welcomes foreigners really because uh, if you if you have a business from abroad, that that means exactly the investments, and mm -hmm. if these investments are being serviced. Uh, in the right way, so this, this business will grow up here and bring more, more. Yeah, mm. well, econ economical, yeah, prosperity in the economic development. Mm. Yeah, because mm. yeah, here in Finland we have this problem that we have quite high taxes for corporations and companies. So, the thing is that when it's that high, uh, we don't get foreign investments here. Mm. Well, uh, the fact is that in Russia, corporate taxes are twenty percent, and we have. Uh, we have different taxation systems. So one is a common with a tax uh, with a 20% corporate tax. But we, we have a simple taxation system for small for small Smaller. companies, yeah, 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 individual yeah. entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And it starts from 6% from its turnover. To compare the different taxation system, that is an interesting thing. I had a client, uh, he was born in Russia, but when he was three or five years old, he went to Italy with his parents and he was studied in a university as an engineer for vessels and yachts, you know. He finished, so he graduated from the university and he opened his small business in Italy. As, an, as a consultant and engineer, he had the same taxation system in Italy and he had to pay just 5% uh, corporate tax from his turnover until he has an amount of 35 thousand uh, euro per year. So if you if you get only thirty five thousand euro per annum, you will be taxed like five percent only. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, and after that, you have to uh, change the structure of your company, and you will pay something like you know forty five or even fifty percent taxes in total. I mean, social taxes, corporate mm -hmm. taxes, maybe VAT or something like that. So it's mm -hmm. a very huge amount. And it is the same with Russia. So we have 20% corporate tax and we have 20% VAT. And so there, uh, there are different small taxes that should be paid also for your staff, for your business, mm -hmm. etc. Um, yeah. When he came here to our office, he wanted to open an account in Russia for his business because uh, 
vessels and yachts are very popular here. You know, we mm -hmm. have Sochi. We, we well, Sochi is the best place for yachting to my mind. It's very very mm. Black Sea. And he asked me, so man, I've got an Italian passport and I've got an Russian passport. I want to make my business from Italy uh, to Russian clients because they are they they offer different kind of vessels as a vessel itself or just just in, in a model yeah something like that uh what will be a taxation system if i will come here and i told him that if you come to russia uh and open uh, your your business as an individual entrepreneur and get this simple taxation system you will pay just six percent from your turnover uh until you get one no uh, 120 millions like something like that rubles it is mm. something like two million dollars and you mm. will pay just six percent taxes from your turnover until you get something less than two million bucks you know mm. uh, and in italy it was just thirty-five thousand. so what was next in two months he came to russia with his uh, russian international passport he got his local passport here uh so he he just moved his business to russia and now he stays here so well so that that is a dis difference but in fact if you do not know russian language and you do not know how our governmental system works and taxation system works and how the people work yeah you might face different difficulties but it is mm. it, it can be solved easily because uh well like our president says Russia is with an open heart, so everything mm. discussion. Yeah. You will not be punished if you mm -hmm. did any fault. So if you, if you will clarify the reason why you did so. Yeah. yeah. What kind of difficulties can you face then if you don't understand no. yeah. the culture or the people? Well, um, to my mind, the most most interesting difficult difficulties I faced when I worked with and. So I face them currently uh, when I work with United Arab Emirates, because you know this is a country without any taxes, but mm. it is well. I believe that it is the tenth or fifteenth economic in the world, and it has the the best the best climate for business. Yeah, the best the best environment. So mm -hmm. when you have no taxes except just one or two for banking services for or VAT tax, you have to. You, you you will develop your business very 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 strongly and very fast, but you will face the problems with uh, with with the substance. You know, mm -hmm. all, all the people want to work with uh, to work to work from their home, and if you want to develop a serious business with serious money, you you need to move to this country. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the, during this year and the last year, I spent in Dubai something like. In, in Dubai, something like three months or four months, trying not trying but studying the this the special the specialties and different different issues of the legislation of uh, UAE, uh, the specific of people who live there and who work there because you know uh, the the local or native uh, population of UAE is just something like one million people. The mm -hmm. rest the rest are foreigners who came abroad and so they make business they work for the government they work for the country and i had to face uh well i had to face difficulties in understanding of your of your purposes of your business of why you're going to stay there because this country uh, likes money and they 
uh, ready to work with a ready-made business, with a, with a huge business being relocated from abroad to the UAE. And if you see the opportunities for you, if you understand this, is, that this country is very suitable for your business, for your, you have a lot of opportunities, if you want to move there as a beginner to have a better start, uh, mm -hmm. you will face different kinds of difficulties because, you know, even $1 million on your account is nothing there because they, they like, yeah. huge, they oh, like yeah. huge money. That's why they mm -hmm. will... They will ask you about everything, all the details. Mm -hmm. But I, I, we've got a lot of clients who moved there. And <laughs> I, I don't know this, you know, I, I cannot name the actual uh, failures or actual difficulties there. But in total, when you are abroad in a country that is, uh, that is full of people from different countries who work with each other, who provide the business services, etc., and the native population has its own way of mm -hmm. of they, they exist like you know like separately because they're mostly they're rich they they are in the structure and they have benefits of their citizenship you know of their nationality mm -hmm. so the rest will make the business for them and they yeah. will work according to their rules that is the biggest difference and yeah most the most uh, interesting thing is that there is no taxes only fees and so it's very very tricky tricky thing yeah if we talk about more about you mm -hmm. uh, as an entrepreneur, you said that you had a great parents that uh, and your upbringing was supportive of entrepreneurship. Mm. What motivates you to go forward in your journey on your journey? My interests. I like yeah. I like I like what I do. It's not it's not a work for me. It's not the business. It's just the way I develop myself. It's the thing. It's if if you make your business or your work. As a hobby, that means you will never work. You will just do what you like. That that's, mm. that is my best motivation. Exactly. And um, I I like to travel. I, I travel much. Mm. And each time I travel in any country, I try to to understand how people live currently, how they live today. I I like museums. I like different well galleries or something like that. But I can visit um, through the internet you mean I, I mean that even in France everyone knows about Louvre yes I was in Louvre for just three hours and I understand that if I want to see all the paintings all the well all the all the issues that are shown there I will need maybe a week or two to stay not in France but in Louvre definitely mm -hmm. it, will, mm -hmm. it will take so much time so it's better to go to the website just visit Louvre for one hour and the rest of the time spent in in in, this, in different cities yeah. I like I like to talk with people I it's it's better you know sometimes it's better to sit somewhere in the bar and speak with those people who are who are native for this country yeah discussing yeah. issues or maybe meet someone uh, on the street just to walk to understand how people live what they want how do they think and especially how do they work i always speak about the business issues so about different different uh, about the specific things that that's very interesting for me and that is my my motivation for living every day wow that sounds very, very yeah very I, good I, well, but, I, but i think yeah. it should be common for every businessman because i to, to, to my mind I, I never met person who has a business who dislike traveling mm -hmm. or, yeah. spend, or who spend all his vacations only on the beach or something mm -hmm. like that i, I don't yeah. like i don't like the beach only once in 
a year or two, you can visit it for just a week or two. And the, re the rest, uh, well, the rest vacations I, I spend in, in somewhere in Europe or in Asia or somewhere abroad, but not, not on the beach, but travel in the countries. Yeah, you like to learn new things and um, develop yourself and your skills and your knowledge, increase yeah. your knowledge. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm interested to know because it sounds like you have really good business going on at the moment. And uh, like you said, you have built it not by yourself, but with group of people. But how hard was it to get this far? Um, in fact, th that's strange to say, but we never had any conflicts mm -hmm. for, f for, 15, for 15 years. Maybe because uh, partially it is a family business because we've got a group of maybe seven, yeah, of seven partners and we're all friends. We were friends before the business, so we got to know each other maybe when I was 10, 12 and 15 years old. And we just, we just focused on what we wanted to have in the, uh, in the end. Mm -hmm. and yeah how we wanted to grow and if there was any misunderstanding we had just to sit to sit together and speak about it because yeah. if you if you will if you will just have a struggle or if you will not discuss any misunderstanding the business won't work it's it's it is like it is like you know it's it's like a mechanism each person shall do its part and together they will unite and provide and create them yeah. we had diff difficulties but To my mind, you know, uh, as an aircraft doesn't fly with the air, so it always fly and take off against it. So mm -hmm. you you will face some difficulties, but you should not. You should fix them. Should make a lesson. Should study a lesson from each fail. But uh, you should not somehow take it deeply. So you you just if you have a difficulty. Just that is the uh, that's the thing that is a new task for you. So just try to find a solution until it's not very critical. But if it is critical, so you will be fine. That there will be next lesson for you. Yeah. More, more more expensive lesson, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about the thing that if you have something going on, some uh, challenges or something, you speak about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should. And in mm. particular, when 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 you face different well difficulties you should not panic because mm. if well if it is a mistake that means it was somehow fixed before and if yeah. you will be well you can be fined for something you did wrong but you did it and that's well go, go further that's, yeah. that's nice do you have some business person particular that you are following and who inspires you Woo. Uh -huh. yes sure i like i like elon musk I like, yeah. uh, and I like Steve Jobs, really. Well, this, these two people are very, very interesting for me. Yeah. I, I, I like the way they do, because even, I think you, you, you saw the interview of Elon Musk in America when he was speaking about the, he was, he was trying to create a flamethrower, mm -hmm. flamethrower, and they, they, he, he, that was just an idea. They thought, why, why do people need a flamethrower? But we will do the best one. And when they created this flamethrower, uh, they tried to, to sell it and they faced that they should get some, some special documentation for, 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 for these uh, gadgets. Uh, and just not to wait, uh, to waste their time, they decided to name it as a 
not fame flower, <laughs> uh, not not, not flamethrower, yeah. And yeah. they they fixed all the all the problematic issues, and that the thing was on the market. So they sold them. All 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 the things were sold sold in in a couple of days, something like that. So mm-hmm. such a, such ideas are very very interesting for me because when you do in business easily, mm-hmm. no matter in which field your business is, so that that's good. Yeah, you should get the pleasure of what you are doing because if you will be as a as a as a slave, mm, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. You, as a slave, yeah, for a business. So I think that's like, you you shouldn't go there. Yeah, I feel like quite it's quite common, anyways, to like be in a business that you don't really enjoy. Yeah, and yeah. and create something, and then you wake up that I actually don't like this. Yeah. Do, uh, do you have any ideas like why is that? Mm, you know, uh, business and money are different things. So the, mm. the, maybe business and prosperity are more common, but business, in fact, is that business should be inside you. Money is a result. It is just mm. a, re- a result of your of what you are doing every day, mm. and some people start their business because they work somewhere. They understood that okay, I can earn here much. I don't know how it is done exactly, but I will do. And I see the current model shows you that uh, shows me that I can earn a lot. Uh, exactly, this business will work for a couple of months or even a year or two. But in the end, if you are not interested in it, if you do not live within with it, if you do not make any self-development, uh, and exactly if it is not interesting for you, mm-hmm. it, will, it will be closed in in a, in a couple of months or years. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. will be closed definitely. Mm-hmm. So I can I can say it because we are now for 15 years on the market and we're interested in what we are doing and we love what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it is so, like a family for us. So we do, mm-hmm. we do not treat the even you know we've we've got a law firm. Yeah, it's a very well. It should be a serious organization. So to compare it with KPMG and mm-hmm. for example Ernst and Young and other audit, auditing companies, they're very very uh, strong. They're very huge. It's a big four, and all the people they're wearing suits, wearing ties or something like that. So we we do not want the people our stuff to wear the ties so they can wear the suits but you should just have a good look with your client and have a free speech because we Mm -hmm. want to we want to help people we want to develop with them we want to develop them but not be too well we we shouldn't be very pushy for our clients let let Mm, it be yeah yes yeah i understand that we understand what about uh you seem very ambitious entrepreneur uh in all in all uh what are your future plans and goals for yourself well and your company uh, i dream i dream that our team will build a complete business incubator because we now we uh, we collect businesses so if somebody works and he thinks that okay i did everything for this company i want to sell my business we collected and uh, trying to well understand the current situation of this uh, company, and then if we find a person who is interested in in the same field, so we can sell it for the client. But my goal and the goal of our team is just to build a complete incubator. So we will create startups, we will work with startups, and I hope that we will work as an investor in companies of different kinds. Mm. Uh, and I also worked. Uh, I also want to develop some 
some more departments in our company with uh, another kind of business. So it's just a financial business and investments business and maybe insurance. Mm-hmm. That is a, that these are these points are very interesting to me, especially investments. Wow. Yeah, sounds very good. It yeah. really does. Very yeah. ambitious. <laughs> Do you have any greetings for our listeners, business people and entrepreneurs listening? Yeah, sure. I, I always wish uh, the prosperity to all those who have their own business and I wish them to be interested in what you do and do everything proper in, in a proper way. So just just get luck. You, you, need, you need luck to establish your own business because I believe that one cannot establish his business without the team. So I wish everyone to find those people around him, those person with whom he will he will become stronger day by day because if you are one on the market you will do nothing it's it yeah. will exist for a couple of years maybe but you will need help mm-hmm. because if if you are strong that means that someone is really stronger than you and only mm-hmm. together when you unite you you will be the strongest and i want everyone to think globally because if mm-hmm. you sit only inside your country so that it's very it's not poor for your business but it's not so it's not so interesting Thank you. We wish you all the best. Thank yeah, you so much for being yeah. our guest. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Failing Point podcast, which airs on Business FM every Monday at 8 p.m. You can also read more about our guests and listen to earlier podcasts at failingpoint.com. And remember, whatever you're trying to achieve out there, keep on grinding and never give up on your dreams.